Welcome to episode four of the Smart Money Podcast, presented by GNF Financial Group, empowering your life beyond banking. I'm Lisa Chow, and we have Tyler McLean joining us today. Tyler is a financial planner with GNF's wealth management team. Welcome, Tyler. Thank you, Lisa, for having me. Today, we're talking about registered retirement savings plans, or RRSPs, and tax-free savings accounts, or more commonly known, TFSAs. Tyler, for our listeners today, I'd like to discuss the benefits and advantages of each kind of plan and how we can all determine which plan is right for our specific situation. Tyler, can you please start by explaining what each plan is? Of course. Let's start with the RSP. An RSP is a type of savings account registered with the Canada Revenue Agency that people open to save money for their retirement. An RSP works by allowing people to save money during their working years, and then they can take that money out once they retire. What are some specific advantages of opening an RRSP? Most of the benefits of an RSP revolve around what you can save on taxes. Any income you earn from investments in your RSP are tax-sheltered until you withdraw those funds when you retire. By the time you're ready to withdraw your RSP funds, you'll probably be in a lower tax bracket than during your working years, so you'll benefit from that lower tax rate. It sounds like an RRSP can be a great tool to save a nest egg for retirement years. Is an RRSP exclusively used for retirement? While the most common reason for contributing to an RSP is retirement savings, you can borrow the funds from your RSP for bigger life events as well, such as buying a home under the home buyer's plan or paying for education under the lifelong learning plan. You do have to keep in mind that you'll have to repay the funds that you withdraw from these plans over a specified period of time. But remember that uh, you know any money you take out of your RSP for any other reasons besides these two, you'll have to pay tax on it, which is why it's ideal to wait until you're in a lower tax situation, for example, when you're retired, before you withdraw large amounts of money. To learn more about these options, it's best to discuss your specific situation with a certified financial planner. If the main purpose of an RRSP is to save for retirement, is there an ideal time frame to open one and to start saving? As soon as possible, Lisa. You're never too young to open an RSP as long as you have earned income. Even if you're just starting out and still working on your career, by getting into the habit of saving now, it's easier to continue contributing as your earnings increase. You can even set up pre-authorized contributions so that funds get deposited directly into your RSP every time you receive a paycheck. A pre-authorized contribution, or PAC, makes RSP contributions very straightforward. On the flip side, you can contribute to an RSP until the year you turn 71, so you can also start saving a little later in life and still benefit from the savings you'll earn. That makes sense. It definitely sounds like a good idea to start saving as soon as possible in order to have a comfortable and secure retirement. Can I put any amount of money into an RRSP or are there limits? It's a great question. There are annual contribution limits to an RSP, and these are dependent on a few factors, such as your earned income over the past year and the maximum yearly RSP contribution limit, which is a dollar amount set on an annual basis by the CRA. For 2016, for example, this amount is $25,370. The nice thing is, if you don't contribute the maximum amount in one year, the balance carries over into future years. The government will keep track of your RSP contribution limit, and you can easily find your contribution limit on your notice of assessment. Okay, so let's fast forward a few years and take a look at what happens when I retire. What are my options when it comes to this money that I've set aside? 
When you retire and wish to start using the RSP funds, you have a few options that are available to you. You can take the money out as cash. You can put the money into a Registered Retirement Investment Fund, or RIF. You can put the money into an annuity, which is an insurance product that pays out in regular payments at a future date, or you can do a combination of the above. No matter what you do, you must close your RSP when you turn 71. Because there are a few avenues you can take with your funds after you retire, I always recommend that you meet with a certified financial planner so you're well-informed and educated about your options available. I can see why it's beneficial to meet with a financial planner to talk about all these choices, especially since you want to spend your retirement years enjoying your freedom and not worrying about your finances. Absolutely, Lisa. And it's important not to underestimate how much money you'll need to have at retirement in order to live comfortably. For example, according to the Money Sense website, a middle-class couple looking to retire at age 65 could need up to $625,000 to maintain their standard of living. That's a lot of money, but if that couple starts saving young and early, it really can be achievable. Everyone's situation is different, and understanding how much money you will need for your retirement is something that a financial planner can help you figure out. That is quite a reality check. You mentioned earlier, before retirement, I might need to access my savings, maybe for a home reno or vacation. Isn't RRSP the best tool to save for something like that? Well, if you think, Lisa, that you might need access to your money sooner, a TFSA or a tax-free savings account might be a better choice for you. The TFSA plan was introduced in 2009, and it offers a flexible savings solution for both short- and long-term savings goals. I like the sound of that. What are some other benefits of a TFSA? Well, a TFSA allows for flexible withdrawals of your funds at any time and really for any purpose. So you can easily use TFSA funds to buy a new car, renovate your home, take that dream vacation that you've been planning, or even help grow your retirement nest egg. The options are wide open. There is also no earned income requirement to open a TFSA. This means that you can open one even if you are retired or a stay-at-home parent or spouse. And unlike an RSP, you do not have to close out a TFSA at a certain age. You can keep it open and keep saving as long as you live. A TFSA has a lot of advantages. I like the idea of being able to take out money whenever I need to without worrying about tax implications. You mentioned earlier that there is a limit to how much I can contribute to an RRSP. Are there any contribution limits with a TFSA? Yeah, there are. And currently in 2016, you can contribute a maximum $5,500 for this year. However, if you are unable to contribute in one year, your unused contribution room can be carried forward, which means you can put the money in your TFSA the following year if you'd like. I know you mentioned there's no age limit to how long someone can keep contributing to a TFSA, but do they have to be a certain age to open one? Yes, Lisa, you must be at least 18 years of age, a Canadian resident, and have a valid social insurance number to open a TFSA. And I have the same advice for this savings plan as I do for an RSP. Start young and keep saving. Thank you, Tyler. You've given us a lot of information about both RRSPs and TFSAs. Can you help summarize for our listeners the main differences between the two types of savings plans? Absolutely. And I know it's a lot of information, so here's a quick breakdown. First, the big difference is age. There is no minimum age for starting an RSP, but the account needs to be closed out when the person turns 71. For a TFSA, you can't open it until you're 18, but you can keep it open for life. The second difference is contribution room. With an RSP, your annual contribution limit is dependent on factors such as your income. 
For a TFSA, there is a universal contribution limit that changes on an annual basis. That 5500 we talked about for 2016, for example, this limit is regardless of income. The third difference is taxes. When you withdraw funds from an RSP, they are taxed according to your income that year, which is why it is beneficial to wait till retirement to start taking large amounts out of your RSP. With the TFSA, any withdrawals you make and interest earned is tax-free. And fourth, for both RSPs and TFSAs, any money in either savings plan is sheltered from tax for as long as the funds are held within the plan. It sounds like there are a few key differences between each savings plan. How can I figure out which one is better for me and my circumstances? Well, really, before you decide on which investment uh, the money should go in, an RSP or a TFSA, you should consider factors such as your income level and your need for flexibility and easy access to your funds. Other factors to consider are if you have short-term goals, such as buying a new car, in which case you'd probably benefit from a TFSA, or if you're comfortable leaving your funds in, maybe for a longer period of time, in which case you'd probably benefit from an RSP. Thank you so much, Tyler, for this interesting and informative discussion. I know we covered a lot today, but can you give us three takeaways for our listeners? Sure. First of all, no matter which savings plan you select, the important thing is to start saving. Start early and get into the habit of making contributions. I would recommend setting up a pre-authorized contribution to a savings account right away. By having funds diverted automatically to a savings account, you can easily save and earn without having to think about making manual contributions. Second, when you're thinking about how much money you'll need for retirement, don't underestimate what you'll need. Think about saving now to maintain your standard of living in the future. Third, get advice. The best thing I can recommend is to book an appointment with a certified financial planner who can help you understand the differences between an RSP and a TFSA and can empower you to make an informed choice on which plan is right for you. If you're interested in learning more about how GNF can get you started with an RSP or a TFSA or any savings plan, please connect with myself or one of our other certified financial planners at 604-419-8888. We also have information about savings plans on our website at gffg.com forward slash investing. Thank you again, Tyler, for this great discussion. And thank you, everyone, for listening. We'll be back soon with our next Smart Money Podcast.